Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Let me tell you a little bit about our special guest, Dean McMurray. Dean is well known as the military medium. He went from serving our country 24 years in the Army, decorated combat veteran to serving others as a psychic medium, helping veterans with PTSD, Gold Star families, missing persons, remote viewing, and so many more. Dean, welcome to the show, and thank you for serving, sir. Really appreciate it. Good morning, George. Thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure. 24 years. You outmask my nine years in the Navy by 15 years. (laughs) Well, thank you for your service as well, but... uh, you know, it gets in your blood, right? Once you put on the uniform, you can't seem to take it off, right? It, it does, and you develop some great friendships, too, well, don't you? Well, you? You, you, you do. Maybe not all the uh, situations you find yourself, but you certainly miss the people that you, uh, that, that you were there with. Absolutely, and it's fitting to have you on this uh, Veterans Week. Well, I, it, I appreciate it. Well, let's talk a little bit about how you became the military medium after 20-some years in the Army. How did that happen? Well, yeah, it's something certainly you don't just uh, roll down to your local T-shirt shop and <laughs> buy a medium shirt, right? And so uh, it was after my last deployment with the military. Uh, by this point, I was out of the regular Army. I was in the uh, the local Army National Guard fo- serving full-time, and uh, we had deployed overseas. And when I came back, because at that point in, in my military career, just in life, I wasn't open to psychics and I wasn't open to mediums. And I would consider myself a very atypical guy, if you think of that. And, yep. You yep. know, and having the, you know, maybe the craziest conversation I'd have is maybe with my wife of what kind of oil she's going to diffuse, right? And so, quite honestly, I got back from deployment and what I call, uh, just a tremendous amount of paranormal activity started happening in my home. And what I mean by that is clocks and pictures quite literally started coming off the walls. And I was like coming from, you know, just back from deployment and not having those kinds of experiences before, I was like, what's going on? And I wanted answers and I wanted to stop because you know, and I know you can attest to this, George, a lot of times, you know, it's it's easier to react or understand that something more physical, for me at the time, it was like I could understand if somebody was going to try to break in or if there was an enemy that's insurgent, right. but when you're starting to talk about ghosts and spirits, now that's something, how do you, how do you deal with that? And uh, quite honestly, my wife, um, unbeknownst to me at the time, I uh, had been working with a local psychic in my area, and uh, I was like, well, you need to bring her over here so you we can just get rid of whatever it is. And, you know, she quite honestly told me that I was a medium, and I was like, uh, <laughs> I'm a what? And, I, you know, I was like, I don't want to be a medium, and she said it doesn't work that way. And I quite honestly thought she was a little crazy, and we paid her, and she went on her way. And a couple weeks went by, and uh, about midnight, I was washing bottles for my then-newborn son, and my grandmother showed up. Now, for most people, when their grandmother shows up, it's usually not a big deal, but my grandma died when she, when I was about 10. Oh, boy. And, <laughs> oh, boy. So, and I was quite literally, George, I was asking myself, going, 
how do I know this is grandma? Because at that point, um, for anybody out there that, that has had that clear cognizant or that clear knowing wash over them, if you've never had that before, how do you know that's right. That you know that it's grandma, and you know because quite honestly, there was a lot of things. How do I know it's, you know, God forbid, a, a demon or you know all these things start coming up, and but then it was an inner knowing within me going, hey, it's because we know that it's grandma, and I was quite literally having a conversation out loud with myself, thinking I'm going to end up in the local psych ward. <laughs> on meds and but i i went to bed thinking i need to sleep this off and uh i was laying there and i quite honestly my ego popped up and said you know what dean you're just making this up um maybe a little scared whatever Mm -hmm. the case is um why don't you just have her prove it if she's really here she would prove it and you know just to quiet my skeptical brain and uh you know, she wasn't there to disappoint because immediately, as soon as those words left my head, the room turned absolutely ice cold, like I walked into a walk-in freezer. And, of course, I felt that, but, of course, then I had to put logic to it, like, uh, the wife's got the window open or, you know, off-peak power. Um, and then, of course, my ego popped back up and said, you know what, let's just, you know, quiet all this right now and saying, if she's really here she should be able to touch you. And Sam, why doesn't she just touch me and, you know, put it all, all tease, right? And so, again, as soon as those words left my head, it was a, I still, just, or still remember it like it was yesterday. It was a gentle yet firm pressure that started from the top of my head, went all the way to the bottom of my feet, and quite literally pushed me into the mattress. Now, it wasn't something that was mean. It wasn't choking me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't in a paralysis. I wasn't, you know, all these different phenomena that you hear. But it was, some, it was like my body became heavier than lead or heavier than the bed, and I could hear and feel the bed compress around me. Was it emotional for you, Dean? Oh, absolutely, because, number one, um, you know, I, I, I could feel, in a sense, um, you know, uh, I guess to describe it, it's almost like, you know how when somebody, say a maternal grandmother or mother or father figure is around you, you can feel their, I call it vibration, but you can feel them around you. And so, of course, it's, you know, she was somebody that was very dear to me. So when, you know, I could feel that and I was like, okay. Uh, there was that, I guess I'll call it that little boy aspect to me that was like, hey, I, you know, I miss grandma. Who doesn't? And But at the same time, there was the other aspect to me going, you know, like, holy cow. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> holy cow all day. Yeah, 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 holy cow all day. But, you know, like, what is what is going on? And, you know, like, did I, did I just break, quite honestly, the fifth seal to hell and you know what what's going to go on here and you know so there was a there was a part of me that was scared um because it was the unknown but um but it was an overwhelming sense that knowing that I was loved and supported and I knew that it was my grandmother even though um I had no proof and but it was just the inner knowing it was that Again, claircognizance. Did you have any of these abilities when you were a little boy? 
Well, you know, it's kind of interesting that you asked that because I don't remember it, but when I came out of the quote-unquote closet, um, my mom actually said, oh, that, that makes a lot of sense. And I was uh-huh. like, what are you talking about? She saw this in you. Well, right. And she said, well, you were always sensitive. And I was like, well, I get that. You know, there's some sensitive kids out there. But she was like, no, you always, you know, you exhibited certain behaviors that make a lot of sense, you know, when you come forward with, um, you know, saying that, hey, you're a medium. And it's kind of interesting because my dad, uh, who was born and raised in Canada, um, he had an aunt. I didn't know this. He, uh, after talking to his sisters, saying, oh, don't you remember Aunt uh, whatever her name was? saying she used to be a, a, a tea reader <laughs> back in the day. And so a lot of times what I've come to find through the years, too, is, is doing this work, is um, it's not always necessarily run in the family lineage, but you will find a strong, if you will, a generational streak that runs either on the mom's side or dad's side sometimes. So if you find one, there's usually more than one, so like a lot of healers or mm-hmm. mediums. But it is my belief, George, that we're all mediums and we're all healers. We're all intuitives. So I believe we all have these abilities within us, but some of us are, uh, I'll just say, some of the abilities lie closer to the surface, kind of like the analogy of baseball. Sure. We can all play baseball, but some of us are not going to play at the major leagues. Some will play t-ball. Some, You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So... Um, you know, so it all depends where somebody wants to plug and play, so to speak. But my grandmother read tea leaves. Uh, I used to remember uh, we'd go out there in the summer. They were in Fitchburg, Massachusetts, Dean, and we'd go out there every summer. And uh, we were upstairs, and they called the living room in those days the parlor. And sure. she gathered at the parlor with all her friends that she invited for these readings. And they must, there must have been 25 people in those rooms. Oh, wow. And they would all sit around, all drink tea, and then wherever the leaves, they had tea leaves in those days, wherever the leaves would stick to the inside of the cup, that's what she'd read. And she would be giving people pretty, pretty psychic-type prophetic things about their life just by reading these things. And I kept looking at it going, how does she do this stuff? Isn't that fascinating? Yeah. It's fascinating how people, you know, uh, have come to, to meet and, and um, find out about other intuitive, I'll call them intuitive readings, you know, as far as whether people do tea leaves or whether they do, of course, you know, people do ruined stones and tarot cards and other things. Um, and uh, just the fascinating different facets of, I'll just call it metaphysical work, and and uh, it's just like it's so fascinating to me because it's like, what else can it do? And you know, what, what else is there? And so there's so many rabbit holes somebody could go down and really get, um, you know, go explore, if you will. So, yeah, it is fascinating to me as well. We're with the military medium Dean McMurray. His websites are linked up at coasttocoastam.com. One is his name, deanmcmurray.com. The other is the militarymedium.com. When we take calls next hour with Dean, uh, he will tell you a little bit about yourself, but you have to ask the question. We don't need your birth month or dates, none of that. 
but uh, you need to ask him a specific question that uh, he'll read into. At what point, Dean, did you decide, I'm going to do this full time? <laughs> well, you know, it was really in that last three years of military service, and and my wife kept on telling me she was the big pusher for me. She was my big supporter, and she said, when are you ready to do this full-time? And I said, are you crazy? I'm just <laughs> trying to figure it out now. How, how am I going to make a living doing that, right? Right. Well, and I actually have planned, George, to work for the local VA, right? It's kind of a, it was a natural course. Sure. A guy to, you know, work another 10, 20 years. And, but, um, you know, it was when I started giving readings to family and friends, and they validated unequivocally what you know what i was saying and then of course i started get quite literally i started getting calls from people i didn't know and i said who is this and they were like well you don't know me but i'm a friend of a friend of a friend and quite honestly and and it kind of sounds like a comic book but it kind of was in a sense but it was you know i was really dean the soldier by day and dean the medium by night and and then, um, you know, and I was juggling family stuff. You know, my daughter was in dance, and she still is. And so there's still life happening, everyday life happening in between all this. And so, you know, the scatterings, I started giving readings, and I was like, this is, I, I, I actually made a joke, George, back in those days was saying, what, am I going to be giving readings down in the basement or, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like somebody, somebody in the universe was going, yep, uh, yeah, you will, and in the garage and in Ubers and in tour boats. And, you know, they were going down their list. And so, you know, I couldn't even fathom if you were to go back uh, about 10 years and go, Dean, you're going to be doing this full time. And actually, I had a psychic actually tell me that, that you're not going to be doing what you think you're going to be doing and i was thinking in my head going this dude is really on some great stuff like you know their sage is pretty strong because they don't know what they're talking about but clearly i wasn't in the space of hearing their message and uh you know and it wasn't until quite a bit of time later that it validated that hey i wasn't gonna go work for the va full-time it was you know, as soon and I've been doing this full time now. I've been retired for six years, um, and I, you know, ever since the day that I, you know, was done with the military, I started doing it full time. And for and, people who don't know, if you're in the military, you get your retirement benefits after 20 years, and uh, so you you did your 20, and then out you went a couple of years later. Yep, that's absolutely correct. And, uh, you know, it was the thing was, is that, um, you know, started doing this full time and I never, you know, I never looked back. There was days that, you know, it was challenging for sure. Um, and asked myself really, you know, why am I doing this? And, and, but at the same time, uh, the universe would always provide, uh, you know, validation either through a, a, a situation that I'd be involved in or a client or somebody and, and just saying that, you know, really coming back with validation saying, Hey, you really helped and being like, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. So, uh, it's, you know, it's really been a, a, a humbling honor to be able to do this for folks. What kind uh, of psychic abilities, Dean, would you say you possess? Well, besides the, uh, obviously the, the mediumship aspect, mm -hmm. but, you know, like the, the modalities of like dowsing, remote viewing, and 
some energy healing. But, um, you know, getting into the clear, so you think of, you know, obviously the clear cognizance, the clear knowing, and it's kind of a mix. i got to share. It's kind of a mix of some of these. So when I go down the list, uh, it there, you know, there some of them are more uh, dominant than the others. Clear sentience, so clear feeling, uh, clear audience, um, clear tangency, which is clear feeling, right? And uh, for those of that aren't familiar, clear audience is clear hearing, and clairvoyance is clear seeing. Um, and then, of course, that also goes into precognition, right? So when we talk about start talking about future for seeing the future, right? And um, a lot of people call it more like a psychic-style reading is, you know, trying to get glimpses into the future and or the past. And then, of course, the last one um, is Claire Gustin's, Gustin's, however you want to pronounce it, is uh, clear taste. So if you think of tasting... Uh, you know, especially in our area, we had a lot of Germans and Norwegians, and so, yeah. you know, Grandma's stepping forward with her homemade apple pie and her uh, canned zucchini pickles, whatever, you know, uh, or if uh, Grandpa's always smoking those stinky Pall Malls, or, <laughs> you know, or you got drunk Uncle Earl that always drank the rock gut whiskey, you know, and uh, and eating the, and the black licorice, whatever the case is, is so... These are just some things that, of course, on the psychic aspect that I blend into my mediumship readings because these are just tools in my toolbox and um, to help me um, give evidential, um, you know, pieces to the the puzzle, so to speak, and help the client, uh, you know, uh, validate who I'm talking about. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.